This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, orbs in Las Vegas and pale humanoids in California. But before I get to that topic, I just want to say thanks for the comment from Anonymous. Uh, They sent me on the voicemail through the Anchor app. No, I will not play your voice message. In fact, I went ahead and tossed it into the delete box just so you can have your uh, confidence of anonymity. Yes, I have heard of Agenda 21 and all those things. And in fact, I'll let you in on a little story here about, I don't know, maybe it's been 10 years ago. It was during the Obama administration. Tom Vilsack actually was in charge of the Department of Agriculture. Somebody in the bowels of that department got the uh, bright idea that they wanted to restore as much as possible of the Midwest to the pre-Columbian state. Now, these morons seem to think that before Columbus arrived, there were pine trees scattered throughout the Midwest on these prairies. And what the idiots didn't realize is, is that the grass here uh, grew so hard and tight and trees could hardly grow through for one thing. And secondly, uh, the Native Americans that lived here made a practice of burning off the prairies because it raised more animals for them to eat. So you had a combination of the natural environment plus uh, the way it was managed by the previous inhabitants uh, You did have a lot of timbered areas um, filled with old-growth forest, oak, uh, ash, that sort of thing, but not the pine trees that you would imagine in uh, for the north. And I say this because a friend of mine whose dad farms quite a bit of land actually had a couple people show up uh, representing the feds wanting to know if he'd be interested in a long-term lease program. They, They had a reforestation project they had envisioned, and they were looking for farmland that they could lease long-term. He told them um, they could leave the property and go straight to H-E double toothpick. So this kind of nonsense with this Agenda 21 stuff does go on. In fact, not to belabor this, but just to let you know that I do know what's going on, a situation arose during the Obama administration when uh, Vilsack showed up, I believe, in Iowa, to some big farm conference, and um, there were a lot of the big farmers there, and one of them confronted him about this whole notion that uh, his ag department was looking to uh, create long-term leases to reforest prairie ground. In other words, turn cornfields into uh, pine tree farms. Yeah, crazy, huh? He denied it, of course. Uh, It doesn't exist. Well, this particular farmer had brought with him this giant, I don't know, 8-inch plan they had developed or whatever. And I read about that online, and that's pretty much the last I heard of it. Apparently, maybe Vilsack didn't know about it, probably didn't. But this kind of craziness just seems to fester up out of the bowels of these bureaucracies. And it turns into policies which turn into laws which really take down the quality of our life. So, yes, I know about Agenda 21 and all that nonsense. 
and it's probably more of a detriment to our existence than a lot of the normal daily political stuff that we come across. But it just, it is really uh, the very basis of this deep state that I talk about all the time. It's these individuals that they're like weeds. They're just in there and you can't get rid of them. And someone like Trump comes along and he thinks he can take these half measures and he gives people orders to do things and they just ignore him. He doesn't realize that it's not just the press that opposes him. It's this inherent deep state that he's told he can't fire. So something has to happen because we have people running our government that are so stupid that they think they can turn cornfields into pine tree farms and it would be a better use of that land. It's just nonsense. It's a level of craziness that's beyond words, but I digress. I found a couple of cool articles um, first off, there's one here, there was, there's been another sighting in Vegas, and I don't know what's going on with Google. Well, I do know. I mean, come on, let's just be honest. Google's probably, I mean, they're like one of the biggest, biggest deep state actors around, I think. But it seems like, it seems like if you do a search on the UFO sightings, at half the time you end up with more articles debunking it than you end up with... <clears throat> Just simple local news reports say. And actually, you know, if you're looking for uh, kind of that eyewitness news report type stuff, sometimes the local news used to do really good stuff as far as letting us know what's being seen out there. I don't see that much of that anymore. Um, sometimes you people will go ahead and put stuff online, and then these online papers will do something. And this article here comes from narcity.com, N-A-R-C-I-T-Y.com, and it says, Mysterious strange lights appear over Las Vegas skies this week. Now, kind of helpful, I've started to utilize my Twitter account a little bit. Like I said, I changed Twitter accounts, okay? So it's sub, it's it's a at warning sub UFO, and it's UFO warning is the name of the Twitter account, okay? I have a link to it at the Anchor website. And if you go there and you click on and you follow me, I'll try to give you a follow back. So this kind of gives me a way to keep uh, to keep a little bit of contact with uh, the people that actually listen to the podcast. It's it's really difficult to build and maintain a website when you're doing it on a shoestring budget like I am. So Twitter is kind of an easy way to, for me at least, to post stuff. And so what I'll try to do is post the articles that I use on the Twitter. And then if you're interested, you can go there and read them. Now, I went ahead and I linked this on the on my uh, Twitter account. And it's not a bad video, really. It's kind of interesting. And you can see uh, the moon's pretty bright. It's kind of shining there. And there's an orb. And this thing's just moving all over the place. And the video has a little bit of length to it. But I found it interesting, actually. It says, uh, it's, this article is written by Brianna Renee Dahlberg, and it was published May 8th. It says, it's a bird, it's a plane, maybe a UFO. Some Nevada residents took recordings of strange lights flashing in the night sky. The eerie phenomena appears to be one of many Las Vegas UFO sightings, and the videos are pretty bizarre. In the 48-second UFO YouTube clip, you can see a slow and continuous bright flash in the sky. At first, the light is unnoticeable due to 
2020's last supermoon in the frame. However, 26, second, 26 seconds in, you can see the right object flash and disappear. The recording titled UFO Third Phase, Las Vegas 5-5-2020, white light with small red light following, was taken at about 8.30 p.m. according to the video's description. Under the comment section, the video of the video, one user wrote, just saw the same earlier, about to upload it as well. Some Twitter platform users also shared their videos of the strange ordeal. Similar reportings also occurred back in 2019. According to KTNV Las Vegas, many Henderson residents reported seeing mysterious lights flying in the sky above Henderson back in in September 2019. However, the mystery behind those strange lights was not the work of extraterrestrials. Major League Soccer told KTNV Las Vegas that those lights were thanks to the United States Navy parachute team coming in for the pre-game festivities in the Sam Boyd Stadium. This is a technique that we often see in these little blurb articles that are written about UFO sightings. Now we have a pretty decent sighting here, okay, and like I said, I've linked to it at my Twitter account, UFO Warning, that's at warning sub UFO. You can go there and watch the video, it's not very long, it's a decent video, the author also reports that, hey, other people saw this and other people reported seeing this, but it must be some sort of thing where their editor at the TV station or whatever place this is they work at, it must be some sort of mandatory thing that every time that every time a sighting comes along that's not obviously debunkable, that every time that happens, they just have to throw in some crap from six months ago that was flares or parachutes or weather balloons. The mandatory debunking. I don't know why they can't just put it out there and say, hey. Some people saw some orbs and filmed it. It was kind of interesting. Don't know what it is. No, they can't do that. You can see the social engineering going on here. You know, Jason Goodman talks about this all the time in the realm of political things, social engineering, how it seems like people are either hired or programmed to social engineer attitudes about political events, whatever. I have to agree, man. I think he's on to something. Every time you read one of these articles that gets a little traction, that has a video to go along with it, where there's some kind of proof, where there's some kind of evidence, I guess you could say, it's as if the author is mandated to engage in social engineering. And you can see this right here. They, guess, they, you know, they tell us what happened. They give us the what happened, or what appears to be happening. They tell us where it happened. They tell us when it happened. They present the video evidence. They present other eyewitness statements. And then clear out of left field, man. Clear out of left field. They drag in this nonsense about a supposed sighting that happened back in 2019 that was military parachutist. You notice how they have to use something respectable? I mean, who could hate on a... Who, who could hate on a paratrooper? Come on, man. These are the guys that are risking their life for you. How could you hate on them? So they bring this in. You know, she could have said it was Santa Claus coming early. It was September. must have been Santa's sleigh. No. So 
this is a common, um, I can't think of what you would call this as far as a fallacy goes, but this is commonly seen when people can't dispute an argument. They set up, okay, I got it. They set up a straw man. So they present us with the evidence of this sighting that happened. Uh, was it Tuesday, May 5th in Vegas? You have the orb. We've seen a lot of these things. We've got video. We have multiple eyewitness. Can't leave it there, man. We got to set up a straw man, and then we got to set that straw man on fire. So she goes clear back to 2019. She brings up some erroneous case about a UFO sighting that was debunked. Well, if that one was debunked, then eventually, a few months down the road, somebody's going to debunk this one. That's the implication. So when you see these these little posts online, because these things are becoming so common, I mean, these UFO sightings are becoming so common that we're practically stumbling over them. So when somebody creates some content online, because creating content online can pay money, especially when you have, especially when you have someone that can push your articles through. I mean, I'm just going to be straight honest here and tell you what happened. My personal experience. A couple of days ago, I put up the podcast about the uh, the uh, uh, U.S. government and the Japanese government talking about the three. Uh, Navy videos. You know, just another typical podcast. Didn't stand out any different. Didn't think it was any better, any worse than anything else. But for some reason, for some reason, completely unknown to me, I suppose the AI just tripped over a word in the search term. But it got booted out. And that that single podcast did ten times the normal. And when I ask about it, nobody knows why. So this goes to show you these article what we're seeing online, the stuff that really gets put out. Sometimes it gets put out by accident, but a lot of the stuff is just pushed. And I really think that if somebody just sitting at home cranking out content about these things, you know, putting up these little posts with a with a, with a video uh, encapsulated in this little you know uh, short four paragraph article, I think if they just did it. And they just and they just wrote the stuff like they found it. And I honestly believe that if they didn't involve the debunking bottom couple paragraphs of that article, I gotta think, man, these things wouldn't see the light of day. But because of the way our system works, it seems like every time you find one of these things online, I mean, in order for it to reach in order for you to even be able to see it. Something's had to have kicked it up there. Otherwise, you have to really go looking for this stuff. Anyway, I know I'm kind of getting off target a little bit here, but it's just the same thing we see all the time. It's so hard to find just clear-cut, on-the-face-of-it news. And here we go again. We have one of these orbs, and it's making itself seen over Las Vegas, which happens to be a city which is still on lockdown after all this time. And you have to wonder if the natives aren't getting a little bit restless. And you have to wonder if we aren't being watched. I can't. I mean, I'm surprised that things have stayed this calm with people's freedoms being restricted this much over the last couple of months. Personally, I still can't get a haircut. I still can't go to church. 
I still can't go play cards on my local casino. And I'm told that I'm in one of the most free states that there is right now. Some people can't even leave their house but to get groceries. And it seems pretty strange to me that while we're enduring this worldwide lockdown for what we all know is a scamdemic, ain't no way we're being locked down for this for this for this flu right here. Ain't no way. No. No, there's got to be more to it than that. But while that's going on, we're having more UFO sightings, it seems like, than we've had in a long time. And it seems like it's these orbs over and over again that are showing up. But every time they show up, when they get reported on, the reporter always seems to have to throw in the debunking. Well, I'm going to try not to do that here. I'm just going to try to just report it to you as I find it. And what I found just a couple days ago was another orb sighting, and this time over Las Vegas. We've had them over Detroit, Cleveland. I mean, they've been all over the place. And nobody seems to have an explanation for exactly what they are. Now, there's one other article I did come across just because... You know, I wanted to lighten the mood a little bit, I guess, or maybe maybe just scare you a little bit. Sometimes I like to get into the strange stuff, like the really paranormal, you know, odd, strange reports. Because, you know, the paranormal sometimes, uh, I don't dabble in it myself, but sometimes when you hear these... When you hear these stories about aliens or ghosts or humanoids or whatever... To me, it just brings out that there is a supernatural, paranormal side of things, and I don't think all of it's come by uh, happy-go-lucky. I think some of it's really the kind of stuff that we don't want to be around too much. But I think it's also okay to be aware of it. Now, this article comes from phantomsandmonsters.com, and I also linked the article to my Twitter account, so you can just go there and take a look at the article yourself. And you might want to do that because, man, there's some really weird... Okay, so there was an eyewitness account these kids did. And this looks like it was drawn by a kid. And I'll tell you what, it's scary as hell. I mean, it's got these crazy-looking aliens there. Uh, almost like maybe they were greys, but they seem to have teeth. And I don't really know the, the, the greys having teeth. And uh, this is this is a drawing. It's got one of them knelt down, kind of. His arms hang kind of lift. One, a couple of them with their arms out, and then a couple headshots. Now, not bad drawings for a teenage kid. It, it looks authentic. It looks authentic, and it, like I said, it's it's a little disturbing. And you can go there to the my Twitter account, UFO Warning. And you can link from the anchor, and you can check it out yourself. Now. It says multiple multiple pale humanoids seen in Auburn, California community sketch. And this was posted Monday, May 4th, 2020. But this happened a while ago. It says a group of young teen boys encountered unknown pale humanoids near their home in Auburn, California. Sketch was also provided. The following wild account was recently forwarded to me. It says, this happened one evening in 2017 after the school year was out, right around the beginning of the summer in Auburn, California. So basically, my two younger brothers, a male 12, male 14, were with my friend, a male 13, in a field 
next to our house just hanging out while I was inside with my mom and our baby brother. Out of nowhere, the three of them burst into the door, bawling their eyes out and freaking out. Keep in mind, my friend and brothers are aged 13, 12, and 14, and it took about 10 minutes to actually calm one of them down enough to talk. I've never seen them freak out like that. It gave me chills. For a while, we didn't talk about it because my brothers didn't like to. For example, they got pale and super anxious every time we started talking about it, so we kind of brushed it off and forgot about it for a while. About a year or so later, something triggered my memory of that day, and I asked my oldest brother to tell me the details one night at 2 a.m. Sounds like a good time to talk about that. That's where the picture comes from. Wow. He said they were all on one side of the field hanging out when he and his friends saw these quote-unquote things. Then my younger brother looked around and saw it. Younger brother says he only saw the small one. If I remember correctly, he said there were four or five of these creatures. One was standing behind a tree. One was smaller than the rest, kneeling in tall grass behind a log and the others were standing and kneeling in the tall grass. He said they instantly felt the purest form of fear, and the thing stared at them without moving a muscle, other than the one behind the tree, which was bobbing its head and shoulders back and forth in a creepy way. But out of the corner of their eyes, the things would move quickly, like fast enough where they were blurs. From what they saw, he said they galloped almost like a horse, he explained that the skin was unnaturally matte with an almost white, pale-gray color. They had almost a surprised look on their faces. The mouths were more round. The eyes were very weird and creepy, sunken in, but also black and beady. And the faces were kind of flatter than the picture I drew. One thing he said, he can't confirm for certain, but there was a clicking noise. He guessed was coming from their nostrils instead of their mouth. Wow. Now there's some things here that we've seen in common with many of these alien reports. The clicking, we've heard, I've heard of that before, when they communicate back and forth almost like a dolphin click or something. The eyes, he describes them being uh, dark, beady. That's something we hear about the greys all the time, almost like they were unnatural mechanical lids, not actually eyes. And this fast-moving business, I've heard that too, where these things uh, just run at at, at super high speed. In fact, I had a, well, he's passed away now, a relative of mine a couple of years ago uh, told me a, a particular story that he had where he thought maybe he'd seen, well, he didn't call it that, but it sounded like a chupacabra, and he talked about how fast it moved. And I'll have to talk about that some other time. Now, the article goes on and says, After that, I talked to my younger brother and their friends separately. Considering how unreliable human memory is and how long ago this was, the stories matched up almost perfectly. I actually had a small experience of my own that was very close to the place they saw them. I won't say it was related or if it was these things, but it was truly unexplained. So we have train tracks about 15 yards from our house with some government-owned forest and land behind that. So it goes house, train tracks, and tree line. One day I went behind the tracks to smoke some pot when I hear a tree shaking violently, and now the tree line has a bunch of different types of trees, but these, this tree in particular was pretty bushy, so I couldn't quite see through it besides some holes in the branches. I looked to my right and gave it 
and it gave me chills. I saw a tree about 20 yards away shaking so unnaturally hard that it looked like a person had to be grabbing branches and jumping up and down on them with all their weight. It was really weird to see because because an animal couldn't have done that. I can't stress enough how violent the branches were shaking. Then while I was looking at the branches, I heard loud cracking like sticks or branches breaking and saw a gray-white mass of some sort bolt deep into the forest through the branches. I didn't see any details, so that's why I'm not saying for sure what I saw, but it was very creepy nonetheless. I know it's not necessarily important to the story, but something that has always stuck with me is the fact that I had the that I had the bull loaded and had it up to my mouth, but I had not taken a hit yet. I was stone cold sober, and I was dumbstruck that I actually saw something like that. T.A. Wow. Now that is an extremely interesting story. I thought it was pretty well written, too. And you know, it seems seems authentic. I mean, what would be the point of sending this cat a letter like that just to make it up? And, uh, you know, I suppose someone could just put that out there, but the picture, uh, you can, like I said, you can go to my Twitter account and you can and you can link to it, but it looks like an old aged piece of, um, you know, notebook paper that that has been laying around for a few years, and it has a ring of truth to it. These these things they've seen, I don't know. I would classify these more as a non-human entity as rather than um, say an alien. Uh, they match the descriptions of some of these things that we've uh, talked about before, and sometimes they do come in groups like that. Now, whether um, they ended up there because that's just a hot spot for them, um, you know, I think I think of Northern California, and I think of some of those some of those mystery places where you know they uh, they put the board down and the ball rolls uphill. Gravity seems to be a little bit odd here and there. People seem tall when they said seem short, and vice versa. So I don't know. You know, it could be it could be a situation where there's just some type of portal right there. The things look evil, and they seemed as though they had a naturally um, frightened experience from seeing them. And I can see why. It was nothing that I would think I would want to run into personally. Very interesting article, though. Multiple pill humanoids. I think as we discuss a lot of these cases, we begin to see commonalities, and that's a good thing because this allows us to sort this phenomena, this this UFO phenomena that does seem to extend into the paranormal. And I think that's a good thing that we can take the, we can take this phenomena, we can analyze it, we can put it in categories, and that's the first step in understanding something is to be able to label it, to get an idea of what category it belongs to, what what it demonstrates is a personality or what qualities that it seems to possess or what's the reason that it's here. But the first thing is to sort things out and to separate these different these different phenomena, these different entity, and then to think about how they could be related or unrelated or interrelated, whatever. Today we talked about what seems to be two completely different phenomena. These orbs have been popping up all over. And these strange non-human entities that seem to come into our world from time to time. Now, whether these things are related or not, I don't know. They could be. But they're all part of this, what I see as a paranormal paradigm that's in our face, but so many people want to deny. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.